0: Blog Talk Radio This is Bobby Keys of WebRadio.com And when I'm not on the air, I like to sit down and read a good magazine. The magazine I like is called 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's a magazine all about the baby boomers. 50 Plus, the second half magazine features the legends of classic soul like Delphonics, Jerry Butler, the Stylistics, the Manhattans, just to name a few. Read their stories and hear it straight from them. 50 Plus, the Second Half Magazine, also covers health care as well as the lives of everyday people. 50 Plus, the Second Half Magazine, is there to share information with you. So order your copy today. Go to the website at www.50PlusTheSecondHalfMagazine.com and check them out on Facebook at PAB Magazine. 50 Plus, the Second Half Magazine. It's all about the baby boomer.
1: Tonight's show, A Pinch of Ginger, is sponsored by 50 Plus, the second half. It's our time, online radio. Now, let's get ready for your hosts, Dr. Ginger and Dr. Martin, coming up next. Hello, and welcome to A Pinch of Ginger radio talk show. This is George Truly, Dr. Ginger Cornwell musically known as Ginger on sax. And once again, I'm excited to be with you this evening. I can't wait for Tuesday evenings to get here. Um, you know, I I I have been having a little struggle in my mind because you know, I got to do the show tonight and I've, I have so many thoughts of what's going on in the world. It's just crazy. But I just want to can we just can I just open up a little open up in prayer for a minute and um, and just, you know, I just want us to reflect and I want us to be thankful and I want us to be prayerful And just just remember how blessed we are and, and how God looks out for us Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I just want to thank you for opening our eyes to see another day God, I want to thank you for your arms of protection around us Father, I just want to thank you just for Uh, doing a psalm 91 kind of thing in our lives father god because you definitely protect us under the shadows of your wing wings god i want to just i want to i want to just pray for those the families of the people that lost their lives in las vegas i i i I just want to god i just want you to try to bring them some kind of peace Uh, some kind of understanding Lord some just God just touch them the the people that are in the hospital um, that were injured God over 500 some people God I'm just asking that you would take send your healing powers to their bedsides right now Lord and that you would touch the family members and try to minimize some of the anxiety and the difficult time that they're going through Lord Lord, we just ask you just to just to to, to to reach out and just touch some of the hurting people in the world, Father God. God, we ask that you would protect our youth and that you would touch their minds and that you would show them, God, that, that fighting is not the way, Lord. Physically fighting is not the way. There's always another way to resolve an issue, Father God. God, put people in place to teach them anger management and to teach them how how to uh, reconcile situations, Father God. God, we ask that you would just bless those that are less fortunate than us, Father God, that you would increase their harvest, and, God, that you would just continue to, to have your hand on us and that we stand on your promises, so we're asking that you would Keep your promises as you always do, Father God, even though they don't look like what we think they should look like sometimes. And so, Lord, right now we just want to say we love you, we adore you, we appreciate you, we need you, and we thank you for these pray- things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. The whole doggone world, y'all, seems like it's been gone crazy, but I will tell you what, God is still in control. No matter how crazy it looks, the Lord our God is still in control. Look, I just want to tell you we had a really good weekend this weekend. We, one of the things that we did that that stands out in our minds is the uh, live recording of, of um, Jimmy Russell and because of Christ, and that was really an awesome, awesome, awesome. I can't wait for the CD to come out. I'm, um, I'm just, you know, so thankful that we could participate and support and just, just be there in that process. Um, and, and I want to share October. We're into October, and um, I have some private things coming up, but I also have some um, public things, things that are open to the public. And so I, I want to share a couple of those with you um, on October the 22nd. Dr. Martin and I will be ministering and these are already on this on all of our social media pages so you can you can you can you can look it up and get the information. Um we are are uh the fellowship, we are going to be at um, a Sunday, October the twenty second at three o'clock, and we're going to be at Christian Praise Church. Um it's thirty six twenty eight Alabama Avenue, Southwest Washington DC, uh celebrating the eighteenth year, Pastor Jesse L. Andrus. Um all there's something about uh there's something about being in ministry for for a long time, trust me. It's 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 work and we need to celebrate our clergy. Um and, and you know, we just need to look out for them and and let them know that they're loved and just try to help them keep their minds together. Cause you know, when we're dealing with people all the time, it's not always an easy thing. So that's on Sunday, October the 22nd at three o'clock. And then we're going to, on the, um, on the 20, let me see. I'm trying to pull it up here. So I, you know, I, I'll talk off the top of my head on the 26th and the 27th, we're bridging the gap. Um, Reverend Dr. Jerome Allen Bell is he he does the gathering of the priests and the Levites and and again um Dr. Martin and I will be ministering on that program, ministering in song It's Thursday and Friday, October twenty sixth and twenty-seventh. At first rock Ra- Ra- first oh, my, my tongue wants to be tied tonight, y'all. First Rock Baptist Church, forty six thirty Alabama Avenue, Southeast D C and it starts at seven thirty sharp in the evening. You don't want to miss this one. Um, Chester Burke and Company, Robert E. Person, Sumner Person, Rustin Jackson and Grace, Christopher Randolph, um, Overseer Marvin and Co-Pastor Vita McCoy, Tyrone Snowden, Yours Truly, Ginger On Saxon, the Fellowship Band, Dr. Martin will be there. Woo,
0: woo, woo, woo.
1: We're going to have a Holy Ghost time in the Lord. So that's the 22nd, the 26th, and the 27th. And then on the 28th, um, we're having the I Believe I Can Fly um, concert, because, y'all, I, I believe I can fly. I, I You know, I, I just believe it. So um, that's on Saturday, October the 28th, a musical praise and worship, I Believe I Can Fly, and it's at New Hope Lutheran Church um, in Columbia, Maryland, it's sponsored by Eagles of Fire. That's one of my affiliates, and. Um, let me tell you who's on the program it's, uh, Our worship leader is Pastor Mary Anderson um, Of course, we have Apostle Blossom V. Brackman Who is um, the CEO of Eagles of Fire We have Psalmist Minister Jaina Freeman If you have not heard her sing You need to come just to hear her sing And the same thing with with uh, uh, Tyrone Snowden Um just a songbird and Dr. Martin. We know that he can sing and play that good fiddle. So we already know what we're working with right there. And then yours truly uh on sax And so it's just gonna be a wonderful time. It's at um three o'clock. Three o'clock. Now all three of those, um there is no admission. We will be taking the free will offering, but again, you just grab a friend and come on and let's just celebrate God. And, and and as I said, it's all up on our social media outlet. So uh, go there and get the information. Or you can call me and uh, 240-779-6509 if you need some additional information. That's 240-779-6509. That's Dr. Ginger. Um, and, you know, we have some other things going on in October, but some of them are private events, and so we really can't put that out there to the public. Um, but God is good, and uh, we just appreciate him for every single open door. Yes, we do. Now, look, you know you know what time it is. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. Well, wait, before I do that, let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this. I'm just a little excited tonight. Y'all have to work with just work with a sister, okay? I really want to, and you heard me say that Eagles of Fire was a ginger on sex affiliate, but God has placed people strategically in our lives, um, and we know it's God because it's the only way that it could happen. And one of those, um, one of those affiliates is is our sponsor, um, Fifty Plus the Second Half Magazine. And we just we want to thank them again, and we want to we want you all make sure that you go to go to Fifty Plus the Second Half Magazine um, on the social media outlets, but go to five zero plus. The second half magazine um com and look at the magazine. Uh you I am telling you you will appreciate what you see and it it will enhance your life in one way or the other. There's there's something in there for everybody, or as we say for everybody. There's something in there for everybody. So just wanna thank um 50 Plus the second half magazine for positioning me to be able to reach out to people and prayerfully say something, do something to help somebody um and you know it doesn't it's not about um, it's wonderful if we help a whole bunch of people, and, and you know so many times people want. They want the whole bunch of people all at once, but it's a process. And so if I help just one little person, just one one little, little person, if, if I just, and I don't mean little, little person in a negative sense, but if I just help one somebody, if Dr. Martin says something that pricks one somebody's heart, then we've accomplished what we've set out to do. But 50 plus the second half magazine has positioned us to be able to do that. So, listen, it's time for that's the way I see it. That's the way I see it. That's the way I see it. Ezra, you want to say hello to the people? See, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I just had my little visitor just come in the room, so you want to say hello? Hello. Say good evening. Good evening. You got anything you want to say? Did you sleep good last night? I know I didn't. Tossing and turning. I couldn't get in a comfortable spot. Covers kept falling off. So why were you tossing and turning? I just couldn't fall asleep. So what were you thinking about why you couldn't fall asleep? Food. Uh, were you hungry? No. Uh, I always think about food. Did you ever fall asleep? I did. You like got 2 in the morning. You got too much on your mind? Yes. You can say that. So what do you have on your mind? Just something that you can tell tell us that you have on your mind. Food. And that's all. That's what's keeping you up at night. Yes. Oh, there's something wrong. We got to fix the food situation. That's out of the mouth of a twelve-year-old that's tossing and turning and can't go to sleep at night. Okay. So you know, sometimes you just got to get to the root of the situation. Yeah. So we make them tell on themselves. And 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 you know, I I I do that sometimes. I I just like to do the random kind of things because you don't know what's gonna come out of it. And um. You don't know what's going to come out of it, and um, in in that moment right there, something just happened that we really don't want to overlook because our our young people got a lot of stuff on their mind. So he ain't the only one that can't sleep at night. But we're gonna see if we can bring some peace to the the situation. (laughs) Yeah, see, we have to, we have to remember, we have to, we have to look out for our young people. And and try to protect them in the process And I'll I'll say something about that in a minute But what I want to do right now Is I want to talk about um, That's the way I see it We just saw this situation Where um, The the Guy Went up in the Hotel room And opened Fire on There were 2200 people at that concert so he opens fire and now we have 59 people deceased and 500 some people in the hospital and believe me some of those injuries are critical. And so, you know, we by we as as humans, we have a tendency to want to know the who, what, when, where, and why and and it's just innate in us and You know, I think we're born with it, but then we're also trained to be that way because you got to know the who, what, when, where, and why to be able to function in society. It it becomes a part of our, almost a part of our DNA. Um, And sometimes when we don't have the why, um, like we have the who and the when here, but we don't have the why. And so many people want to know why did he do what he did. And so... um, I just want to simply say this cuz I've heard all kinds of things about this whole situation the conspiracy theories and I even had somebody say to me if it had been if the crowd had been black they wouldn't have found the shooters quickly and um I mean and and, and you know that he's a part of ISIS and just all kinds of things but what here's what here's the way I see it Definitely, uh, I don't see any way that this was a racial thing. Um, I I don't think that there's any credibility to the fact that he was connected to ISIS. I don't think that, I I don't know, because what we're doing when we start speculating and we start asking questions that we don't remotely know the answer to is we're trying to get into his head. But here's what I do know. I know that he had to be mentally ill psychotic or something to do what he did and I know that he had time somewhere in the process of planning this because oh yeah he planned it because he planned it to the point that he got he booked adjoining hotel rooms knocked the windows out of both rooms and went back and forth between the two rooms so that he could shoot from a different vantage point he he had 14 guns in his room he the maid said that she saw no evidence of any of this so he planned when you he said how can he be mentally ill if he planned this we have mentally ill people that walk around on the planet. some of us are mentally ill trust me some of us got some issues that are beyond what we're even capable of dealing with and we're just in denial and don't want to go get help but While we're trying to figure out why he did what he did, it's just cut and dry simple. He was mentally, psychologically unbalanced. And guess what? Even if we find out why he did it, it's not going to undo it. So it's just kind of wasted energy for us to be sitting around trying to figure out why a maniac did what a maniac did when the bottom line is he's simply mentally ill. So if you if you know somebody around you that looks like they're going through a little something, don't, 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 don't minimize it. Don't minimize it. Try to, we need to try to really, you know, look at the mental health issues and not, Jeffrey Dahmer was mentally unbalanced, walking around, working at the chocolate factory every day like normal people. Nobody knew that he was putting people's hearts in his refrigerator, body parts in his refrigerator, organs, people's organs in his refrigerator. And, and, and so all I'm saying is that we, we, we overlook that mental illness part when we're trying to figure out why people do the crazy things that they do. Mentally unbalanced. Bottom line. And that's the way I see it. And the God the word of God says for these kind you have to fast and pray. Amen. Amen. Now look, I you know, I try to um I pray that I, I say something or do something that enhances your life. I I um you know when God gives me a topic and sometimes I'm in a room and people are talking and they'll say something that will just click in my head and I'll be like, Ooh, that would make a really good topic for the broadcast. And so um our topic for tonight is the plane will shake. The plane will shake, and you know I've had some people say to me, "When in the world are you talking? She, what are you talking about? The plane will shake." I'm like, "You got to call the broadcast." So I just simply ask the question: Have you ever had turbulence in your life? Have you you felt like you're not not going to accomplish the goal that you set, and did you throw in the towel, or or did you keep moving forward? Were you determined to not let anything stop you? So I just want to talk a little bit about. What we should do when things get shaky, because the plane will shake the plane will shake, the plane will shake, you know, and I was thinking about um I was thinking about traveling on an airplane, and it's kind of like compared to some of our lives when you think about getting on an airplane, you know you, you got people who um you got people who are scared to death, don't want to fly on a plane, won't get on a plane. You got people that will not get on an airplane because they're afraid to get on the plane. Now, I'm not minimizing anybody's fear because I got my whole set of stuff myself that I don't want to deal with. Put a snake in front of me and we might have an issue. Um, so I, I'm not. I, I don't. I don't want you to think that I'm trying to downplay um, that you could have a fear. But I want you to understand. I'm trying to help understand that in the process of the fear, if you don't overcome the fear, it could be holding you back uh, from the things that God has for you to accomplish. So, you know, you got people who 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 are scared to get on the plane. They won't get on the plane. They refuse to fly anywhere. So, what that means is that you're only going to see a certain part of the world. You're not going to venture out from your your area of comfort. Um, you, if you live here, that means you're not going to see anything that you can't do by water. You won't get to see it. And I believe that the world was made to be seen. I believe that God put the world, the earth here, and the fullness thereof for us to be able to get on a plane, train, automobile, boat, whatever is required to get to see that portion of the world. And and when, you, when you're able to see other places um, and see the cultures of other places, it opens up your eyes. It opens up your mind. And trust me, once you go to another area of the world, you don't come back the same because now you're open to some – you're exposed to some things that you, 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 you don't get to see in your environment. So sometimes you've got to take the risk. you got to get on the plane. you got to have the faith. you got to have the faith. you got to know – that you're gonna get on the plane and you're gonna get off the plane, okay? You just gotta, and it's that way in life. Sometimes you gotta just, you gotta, you, 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 see something, you know. God's placed a vision in your, in, in, in you, and you, you, you can, but you don't want to step out on faith. That you don't want to take the steps because you're afraid that it's not gonna work. But, but you can't keep being afraid, because if you have that kind of fear, then you don't reach your destiny. You don't accomplish what God placed you here to accomplish. And sometimes it's not even about you accomplishing what God gave you to accomplish. It's about all of the other people around you that you will carry with you and that you will help in that process of just you stepping out on faith because they'll see you step out on faith and then they know they can step out on faith because they're watching you. Right? It's like Bill Gates. Bill Gates stepped out on faith. He told some folks, look, if you come go with me, if you invest, I'll make sure that you're always taken care of. And to this day, they have stupid income because they stepped out on faith with him. But believe me, there were more people that didn't step out on faith with him that told him that he was crazy and walked away from what he was trying to say that are sitting somewhere now saying, oh my God, if I would have, could have, should have, if I had just stepped out on faith. If I had just gotten on board the Bill Gates plane, if I had just, if I had just stepped up and said, you know what, I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to get on this plane and, and see where it carries me. And see, the statistics show that you're more likely to be in a car accident than being in a plane crash. Statistics show that. You said, well, my plane might be the one that crashed. You're not stepping out on faith and believing that you're going to get to where you have to go. You know, and then you even go, you see people at the airport and the plane is canceled because the weather is, it's snowing and it's icy and it's it's got all this stuff going on with the weather and they having a Mississippi fit because their flight was canceled. And I'm looking at them like, you got some kind of problem. Because guess what? You're so bent on getting to where you're trying to get to you're so bent on getting to where you're trying to get to that you don't understand that you very well might not get there because the conditions dictate that there's a probability that the plane is not gonna make it to where it's going. So you gotta know you gotta know when you gotta know when. Hello? You gotta know when. You gotta operate in some common sense. You gotta know when you can take a risk. Taking getting on a plane, trying to make them fly a plane in bad weather conditions there's something wrong with you because I don't know what you got on the other end that you got to get to, but you might not get there. So you got to act like you got a brain in your head. You know, and then you got some people that just, they just excited. It's like, where are we going? We
0: ain't got on
1: the plane yet. What y'all waiting for? Come on, let's make this happen. They just they just on and popping, all they care about is getting to where they're going. they just they're they, they, they excited, they're trying to take some people with them, they're trying to help the people get on the plane, they're trying to help them with their luggage they' trying to and you and you just see all these different kinds of situations and scenarios as people are before they even ever get on the plane. You know you're in the airport, some people don't want to deal with the security lines, and I'm like, look, y'all do what you got to do to make sure that I'm safe." and that I have what I need so that when I get on the plane, I'm going to get to where I'm trying to get to. And so sometimes we don't we don't stop and, and, and make sure that we have all of the things in place, you know, so that we've got our safety in place, so that we've got our, our what we need, you know, what you need in your suitcase, what we need in the process of trying to reach our destination, reach our destiny, we don't stop and look and say, Okay, did I pack my toothpaste and did I pack my did I, did I did I did I did I pack my 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 ideas? Did I did I did I put my um did I put the cart before the horse? What? I left my brush and my comb. What? I need that. I don't have what I need to I don't have my computer and I don't have what I need to I don't have a tablet. I don't have anything to write on to take some notes. I'm headed to a meeting, and I don't have the tools that I need to make the meeting be a success because I left my stuff at home. So you got to make sure that you, you pack what you need, that you pull together what you need. Maybe it's your team, and, you know, maybe you got to have the things in place that you need so that when you get to where on the other end of where you're going, that you can function and you can operate and you can survive and you can sustain And so sometimes we don't we don't sit down and 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 do a checklist of what we need for things to be in place for us to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish, right? So you're gonna you're gonna take the risk and you're gonna get on the plane, and you're gonna make sure that you have what you need um, on the plane. You know, it's even as something as do you have your medicine? You know, there was a time on the plane when they fed you a full meal. Now you might get some peanuts and some pretzels and some chips and maybe a, something to drink. But do you have a snack in your bag? Do you have, Are you are you maybe diabetic? And you might need something with you before you get a diabetic issue. Are you are you? Do you get headaches when you don't eat? Maybe you just need a little something, something that's in your bag just to carry you through. You know, make sure that you have what you need to, to help you get along the way, to help you get to your destination safely. Hello. So now you know we're gonna we're gonna start on our. So we've already started on our journey. Is, you know, that's the preliminary stuff. So we've already started on our journey, and so. Now now the the, the the plane's gonna take off. It's gonna take off. And I promise you, if you've ever been on a plane, you know when that plane starts slowly they taxi up the runway, taxi up the runway, and then you can hear those propellers start turning and you can feel the speed of the plane as it's getting ready to it's running up the runway. And then you can just feel the shake of the plane because the plane will shake. And in that moment, you're like, oh, God, should I really have gotten on this plane? Oh, my goodness, is it going to take off okay? Are we really going to, is it going to get into the air? Is it going to, and then it tilts. It tilts as it's beginning to go into the air. And, and you're sitting there, it's tilting and it's shaking because the plane Will shake, right? And you know we now. Now I do want to talk about. I want to go back. I want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about as we're boarding that plane before that plane takes off. Because I, I I I skipped this part. I skipped this step. I I want to I want to talk about um, putting the luggage in the overhead, right? Oh my goodness! You're in there. It's all the other, all of the other, all of the other people have to put their carry-ons in the overhead. Now, you know, you would think it would be a simple process, but depending upon where you are when you get on the plane, it could potentially be that a lot of the overhead spaces are already taken. Um, but put your stuff in the overhead. Some people crowd you out when you're trying to put yourself in the overhead. Um, you got you got crying children. You got animals. You got cramped seats. You got, oh, let's not talk about the odors on the plane, right? Now, you're on the plane now. You're on the plane. You're on the plane. You're on the plane. You're on the plane. Um, you got to deal with the standing in line to get to the restroom facilities. You got, um, you're on the plane on the plane plane hasn't taken off yet so you can still get off you can still take your stuff and get off but there's so many things happening on the plane like you know the incident this week with the woman that said she had there was a service dog on the plane apparently there were two dogs on the plane but one of them was a service dog and uh apparently she's allergic to dogs and um and so she she asked that they take the dogs off the plane because she was allergic to dogs and um they wouldn't take the dogs off the plane. And so so she, they asked her to leave the plane because they didn't want her to be in a position. She didn't have a medical anything saying that she was allergic. But then now she's put them in a position of, um, she's put them in a position of she could really have an allergic reaction and die on the plane. So they asked her to leave the plane. Some of you saw this in the news. And so then she uh, didn't really work with them to leave the plane, and they dragged her off of the plane. So what am I saying? I'm saying this. You can't get to where you're going if you don't handle situations properly as they come up. And this is the way life is. You have situations and circumstances, and you have to um, you you have to really posture yourself, um, even in situations that you don't agree with. Right? There's a way to carry yourself. There's a way to act. There's a way to try to handle things so that you don't come out on the short end of the stick. Because guess what? She she ended up getting to where she was going because she got another plane the next day. But how do we know that what she was trying to accomplish or what God intended for her to do um, should not have happened or should have happened on the time, at the designated time that she was supposed to get there? And I – I hope that that made sense to somebody because what we do sometimes is we react or overreact to situations and circumstances because the bottom line at the end of the day and people keep saying, oh, well, um, they care more about the people than they, more about the dogs than they do about the people, and they kept the dogs on the plane and they put the woman off the plane. But, see, that comes right back to Here we go. You got to know what your rights are. You have to know what your rights are and the and and the bottom line to this is that the at least one of the people I don't know about the second person, but at least one of the people on the plane had a service dog, so there was some kind of physical dis or some kind of disability, some kind of physical medical disability which allows them to bring the service dog on the plane. They could not put the person well, they could have, they could not put the person with the disability and the dog off of the plane without facing a stupid lawsuit because by law, they are allowed to be on the plane with the service dog. Now, I'm going to promise you, I'm going to promise you, if I get on in any vehicle or if, I'm a get, if I walk in a room and there's something in the room that I'm allergic to, that could cause harm to me, that could cause my respiratory system to close up and shut down and I die, you would have no problem with me removing myself from that situation immediately. And so you have to know when to operate in wisdom, right? Because that could cause the plane to really shake, if I'm on the plane and I have a respiratory situation because I'm allergic to whatever is on the plane, there ain't a thing I can do about it up in the air so if I don't have the the proper medicine, if I don't have the, the sometimes oxygen oxygen ain't gonna help a a, a a um an allergic reaction. you need some medication trust me been there, done that. So you have to make sure, again, you have to make sure that you have the tools that you need in place so that you're not in a situation where you're placed in harm's way. Because, once again, you don't want anything to keep you from reaching your destination that God has has appointed for you, right? So now we got all of these, we got all of these Got all of these, We've got the, we're fighting to get the luggage overhead, we got the children crying, we got the animals, we got the seats are cramped. Oh, Lord, have mercy, don't even talk about cramped seats. And then if you get in a, in a situation where, um, you know, you've got two people that are a little overweight, you know, I could be one of those, I could be one of those at this point. And then, you, you know, you're smelling stuff and you oh, my God. And then you, you these are all forms of turbulence turbulence. And turbulence is going to happen in our lives. We don't have to be, you know, already know, we don't have to be on a plane to get some turbulence in our lives, right? But the question becomes, what are you going to do with it? How are you going to handle it? Well, how you, you know, when you book an airline, when you book a flight, you know, when you book a flight that you got to go through, you got to go through the security. You know that you got to put the, you got to carry the luggage, you get the weight of the luggage can weigh you down. The weight of stuff in life can weigh you down. But you got to you got to carry it until you can get to where you need to get to to be able to put it down. Because some of us don't want to go through the process, and that's what that's what happens when a lot of people fly. You can hear them moaning and groaning and complaining. And you know when you book the flight, what you got to go through. You already know what you got to go through, and you're going through all of this foolishness again before you even get on the plane. So these are just normal things, just normal things that are going to happen in life, and we know that they're going to happen. Sometimes we know up front that they're going to happen before they happen. Amen? So, as I said, all of those are forms of turbulence, but the biggest turbulence of all of all all of the turbulence is on a plane is the wind. And that wind, you're not dealing with what's happening on the inside of the plane. That wind is an outside source. It's coming from outside of the plane, right? And it's making the plane shake because the plane will shake. Sometimes the stuff in the overhead starts, the doors fly open, you know, the passengers are, it's throwing the passengers up and down in the seats. It's, you know, the plane will shake. The question is, what will you do when it shakes? Now, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I just want to share, let me just, let me just stop here for a second. And um, I want to talk about 50 plus the second half magazine again. Uh, You know, I, I really, a lot of times, the covers—if you just see the cover of the magazine—it's so inviting, and it invites you in to just want to want to go in there and dwell, delve in, and just just get involved in in the magazine. And once you get in there and get to start start the reading, um, I mean, I, you know, the artists—I love music—and just to go in there and hear read the interviews of the artists and hear what they have to say in their own words and and look at the articles about the health and and the wealth and the wellness and and just you know just little tidbits that you can get out of there that can actually if you apply them if you apply them if you apply them can actually uh enhance your life and and just the knowledge do you know that? As long as you're learning and gaining knowledge, that you're you're exercising your mind and your brain, and and so just go there to five O plus the second half magazine, and um, and just look at some of the articles in there, and you know, shoot me a message and tell me something that you saw in there, that that really um that you like because I'm telling you, you there's something definitely as I always say there's something in there. For everybody, then the other thing that i that I really would like for you to do is to go to um oh, why am I not pulling this up you're gonna go to fifty plus the second half magazine, but you're also gonna give me one second here because I want you to be able to um I want you to be able to go back in and listen to the shows over and over and over again if you want to, and share them with other people. So if you go to blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com um, slash the second half, you can go in and listen to the show over again. You can share it with, with people. I pray that I say something that you want to share. And then you can hear the shows of all of the other producers, Um that are the, that that all of the other producers that have shows are Tuesday through Saturday, I believe it is, and so um I, I do want to give a shout out to my good friend uh Darius, the professor wise the wise words of Darius. I'm so proud of him he just went out and spoke before a group um, in long Beach, California um, his topic was you got you have to participate in your own rescue. <laughs> I know I need that on the tape. That brother don't be playing, okay? And so I'm just real excited for all of the things that God is doing, um, and just thanking 50 plus again for just giving so many of us opportunity to because we do this, we're able to do other things. Um, and so we just, just we just want to say thank you, um, 50 plus the second half magazine. Amen, amen, amen. Now let me see where was that? Because somebody told me that they needed this this show, this topic tonight, like they needed water. So I'm praying to God that I'm quenching the thirst because I'm giving what God gave me. Now, look, so so I was talking about the biggest turbulence being the wind and that the wind is not inside of the plane. The wind is outside of the plane. It's an outside source. And so, you know, you a lot of times when we have things happening, when the turbulence starts and the turmoil starts, it's, it's, a lot of times it's not because of anything that we're doing. It's because of the people around us that are creating issues and stuff and things, and and it's not even anything that 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 we, we're just connected to them. And so that's an outside source. That's an outside source that's bringing you turbulence, and there you are stuck in the middle of the plane shaking. You're sitting there on the plane, and it's shaking. And you're sitting there like, "Lord, what can I do about this when? I can't do nothing, Oh Lord, I'm up in here now. What am I gonna do?" And you get the praying and you get scared, and you're trying to um figure out if this is the end and and you just want to throw in the towel, and you're like, "I knew I shouldn't have got on this plane, and i you know you just you want to just throw it all in and give up just give up on the process right. So what are you gonna do about the turbulence when it comes from all of the outside sources? You know, it's like, okay, you didn't cause this situation, I'm connected to you, and now I got to try to put out this fire. What what do you do in that situation? How do you keep your mental how do you keep yourself mentally sane in that situation? How do you how do you deal with the turbulence in the from the outside sources? How do you deal with that? How do you how do you help yourself in that process? Well, I'm glad you asked that question because there are some outside sources, and when I say outside, I mean they're outside of you. It could be a child, it could be a spouse, it could be a friend, it could be, it could be your mama. It might be your daddy. It could be a sibling. It could be somebody that you're just connected to, and you can't get away from the situation. So my question is to you: Is will you quit in that process? will you give up and say you know what I can't do this no more cuz I got to deal with little Jimmy stuff over here and I got to deal with hubby stuff over here and I got to deal with job stuff over here and then my mama has got me I got to go I got to go I got to, I take care of my mom so I got to go take care of my mama stuff so if, I'm, if I'm doing all of this then I can't accomplish I can't reach my destination and my destiny cuz I got all this Outside stuff that's in my way And I just came to tell you That the devil is a liar Now let me tell you The best way I can break this down You know when you get on the plane When you get on the plane When you get on the plane The stewardess They get in Sometimes depending upon The size of the plane You might have two or three of them and they get in the aisle, and they they talk to you about what to do in the event that the plane crashes. Now you know, some of some folks already scared to get on the plane, and then they gonna get up there and talk about what to do if the plane crashes. And so they show you all these different things and the exits, the emergency exits. As a matter of fact, they don't let everybody can sit in it. The, they ask before you even sit in the emergency exit. Do you think, are you okay to sit there? Because they want to know that if there's an emergency, that somebody's going to have enough wherewithal to open those doors so folk can get off the plane, right? So, but but here's the thing. Now, they're up there, they're doing this. Some folk don't even pay attention to what they're explaining. They don't hear them say if something happens and the lights go out. That there's lights on the running on the floor and running. They don't hear none of that. They don't hear to put on your life vest. They don't hear that the, float, the seat is a flotation device. My sister said, Well, why do you need a flotation device if the plane crashes on land? You don't need a flotation device. <laughs> just silly. She's just silly. But, but I mean, that's true. But here's the thing here's the important thing. It's the important thing that they tell you, which takes me back to what do you do. From outside sources with the turbulence, and will you quit and If you don't get anything else, just get this one get this right here. Here's what they say in the event that the plane crashes and there's an issue with the oxygen, the oxygen will drop down, there's oxygen over everybody's seat, it will drop down, and they tell you your mask on and then put the mask on with people that are traveling with you, if there's children traveling with you, if there's um, uh, elderly people if there's somebody that's, that's uh, physically dis- disabled in some kind of way, put your mask on first and then help them. Why do they tell you that? Because if you can't breathe, you surely can't help anybody else breathe. If you can't breathe, you can't help anybody else do anything. So put your mask on first and make sure you're okay and then help them. So what you have to do in a situation when you have all these outside sources and things piling up on you and one thing after another, after another, after another, you have to make sure that somewhere in that process that you find some time, make some time for you, put on your oxygen mask, take care of you. Make sure that you're okay. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for talking to me. Make sure that you've got your 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 serenity. Because if you break down, you can't help nobody else. And trust and believe me, if you break down and can't help them, they're going to figure it out. So don't put yourself in a position that your body breaks down, that you end up in the hospital, that you end up on the deathbed, that you end up in the cemetery because you let them, you were so busy trying to help them that you didn't help yourself in the process. All that outside stuff has broken you all the way down and prevented you from reaching the destiny that God has put in place for you. So you got to deal with the outside sources by taking care of you first. Because I promise, when you take care of you, when you've got your head on straight, when you're feeling better about what's happening with you, when you're getting some rest, when you're stopping to eat, because sometimes we don't even stop to eat because we're running it. You look up and it's 1 o'clock in the day and you haven't had anything to eat because you're running to try to make sure that everybody else's fires, everybody else's stuff is taken care of, and you're not taking care of you. That, look, the plane shakes. Believe me, the plane shakes. But you got to be able in the midst of the plane shaking to still be able to put things in place so that you're going to be okay while that plane is shaking. You got to be able to say a prayer. You got to be able to, to try to keep yourself calm. You got to be able to think through the process of the plane shaking because in the event that the plane goes down, it might save your life just because you've said a prayer, you've talked to God, or because you're keeping a level head. You're thinking while the plane's shaking, how am I going to handle this? What, what, what's going to happen if the plane goes down? How am I gonna get off the how am I gonna help somebody else to get off the plane? How am I gonna help somebody else to survive? How am I gonna help somebody else to reach their Because the plane will shake. But you don't have to shake because the plane's shaking. Now, I tell you that plane gets to shake and it can get a little dicey. You be looking around, you're like, Oh Lord, I'm on this plane. I can't get off of here. Whew. Make you think about some things and then make you think about some things and it'll make you rethink some things. So you got to put that oxygen mask on first. got to keep yourself settled in the process of the turbulence that's going on around you because people will make you crazy. And, and some people come to you with stuff that's issues, that ain't even an issue. You can in five seconds say, all you need to do is this, 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 and that. But it takes up your time. It eats up your time when you're trying to work with all of the turbulence, right? So now you didn't, you didn't took the risk and you didn't got on the plane. You and you 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 didn't dealt with all the, the all of the things in the process of getting through the airport to get on the plane. Then you got all the craziness that's going on on the plane. You got, you know, we ain't gonna talk about them babies crying on the plane because that can get real interesting. Um. But you're on there. That's the important thing. You're on there. Even if it's shaking, you're on the way to your destination. You you know, you made the decision to go on the ride, to go on the ride, to try to reach this goal, to get to this destination. You're even dealing with the turbulence and the plane shaking. You're dealing with all of the stuff that goes along with being on an airplane, being in the turbulence, right? But now you know what to do if the plane is really shaking and it looks like it's going to crash and that oxygen mask drops. Mm -hmm. Put your mask on first. Take care of you first. Make sure that you are okay first. You first and you being first doesn't mean that you you're being selfish. Being selfish is not taking care of yourself and allowing your body and and allowing, you know, allowing your your bank account to get broke busted and you be disgusted. You know, being selfish is when you know that you can accomplish something but you you don't accomplish it and then it affects all the people around you, your children, your because you allowed yourself you allowed yourself to be caught up in the trick bag of taking care of everybody else first. I can't stress that enough. And you know, it, it, it's 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 some of us are givers and some of us are helpers and some of us are, and 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 we we help until we can't help, until we need help. And I and I know I sound like I'm repeating myself, but if you want some turbulence, if you want that plane to shake. Right? You just keep on Helping everybody else and don't help yourself Now that's some turbulence When you laid up in the hospital that's, that's some turbulence When you don't have the money to pay your bills Because you don't ran around and helped everybody else And oh by the way You've helped everybody else But now that it's time that you need some help You can't find them Or if you do find them They won't help you that's turbulence, that's the plane shaking, so I just you know, yeah, I got quiet. I just wanted you to think about that for a minute so we we didn't gone through all of this, we didn't gone through all of this, we didn't done, done all the turbulence and 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 we't done all the issues, and some of us have been frisked at the airport and feel like we've been physically invaded, um, you know the pat down and the the wand, and they put the wand in some places, you'd be like, hold up, wait a minute, but, and then now it's gotten better, because, you know, you got the x-ray machine, but, but still, I'd rather have them x-ray me than invade me, because some of it's a little invasive, but, but at the end of the day, I'd rather that they do whatever they have to do, so that everybody's safe on the plane, everybody's safe on the plane, everybody's, arriving at their destination safely. So, look, I want to, um, again, I want to give an, another shout-out to 50 Plus the Second Half Magazine. Um, I want to thank them for um, just for being there and just for the things that they do behind the scenes to make this process happen and to and to make it happen in excellence. Um, trust and believe me, there's a whole system of the way that we do things and uh, we do things in decency and in order, as the as, as we say in in the church place. And you know, decency and order works outside of the church too, in case you don't know it. And so, you know, I just really want to thank them, um, just for having having Dr. Martin and I, and allowing us to be able to do this. And and um, and, and again, I pray that we say something, do something that enhances your life. Now look. We didn't got on the plane. We didn't gone through the airport. We didn't gone through security. We didn't we didn't got on the plane. We didn't we didn't put our luggage and stuff in the overheads and and we didn't we didn't we didn't surmise and looked around and seen who's on the plane. We can hear all the noises. We can smell all the smells. We can we can feel the plane shaking and 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 we can get a little unsettled and you know we but we on this journey. We we got a destination that we gotta reach and. And 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 now we are on the plane, so it's it's been took off. Been that we did felt we didn't heard the engines roar. We didn't felt the plane shake. We didn't we didn't gone through all of this. We did had some wind and and the plane rocking and and you know we felt like the plane's about to go down. And you know I'm watching the stewardesses because they're my gauge. Because if they get worried. And start acting afraid, then I know we got a problem because they do this all day long. They do this all the time, and so as long as they're calm and don't look like they rattled, I'm like, okay, well I think everything's all right. But if one of them or two of them start acting like, oh, we got a problem, yeah, I pay attention to the stewardesses. You got to pay attention to what's going on when you're trying to get to, when you're on your journey and trying to get to what you you you're trying to do. You got to you got to you got to be aware of what's going on around you, but. Here's the thing you've gone through all of this. You've learned how to put your mask on and take care of yourself first in the process so you can keep moving through the process but here's the thing here's when the here's when the when the good part comes is when that plane gets ready to land right now i personally i I don't like the landing when I fly. But I know that it's required in order for me to get back on the ground and to reach my destination. So why don't I like the the um, landing? Because the plane shakes so much, and then when it hits the ground, it's bumping and it's shaking and it's rocking and it's. But boy, the joy that comes when you reach the destination and you can get off the plane, and you can you can know that you got to where you were going. In the process that you succeeded, all the stuff you had to go through to reach the goal that you're trying to reach it's just it makes it all worth it, and guess what? it lets you know that you can reach the next goal that you can get on another plane and you can go through all the all of what you went through and you can deal with the shaking, the shaking, you can deal with the turbulence, you can deal with the people, you can deal whatever you need to deal with in the process to reach your destination, you know that you can go through it once. You can go through it again because you've already gone through it once and you know what's involved in the process. And so I just say to you, yeah, the plane will shake, but you got to get on the plane so that you can get where you're going. So whatever it is that you're trying to do, don't worry about the turbulence in the process. That makes you grow. Just get on board and roll with it and do what you have to do and reach your destination that God has set aside for you so that you can help other people get to where it is that God has for them to go because some people's success is dependent on your success. Amen? So get on the plane. Don't worry about the shake. It's going to shake. It's designed to shake. And it's designed to shake you up a little bit. But, boy, when they said the joy comes in the morning, the joy comes in the shake when that plane lands. And so I just, you know, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for taking out your time um, to listen to A Pinch of Ginger. This is yours truly, Dr. Ginger Cornwell, musically known as Ginger on Sax. Keep Dr. Martin in prayer. He's working on some projects that have him a little bit tied up. And um, God is opening doors Which is a wonderful thing And I just want to thank you all again For um, tuning in And I just want to say until next Tuesday I want you to stay blessed Tonight's show Is sponsored by 50 Plus, the Second Half Magazine Thank you for stopping by Now enjoy the rest of the show
0: Bye-bye